What's up, friends? Welcome to the first episode of Vault 101 Radio. I am your host, Jordan Kamel, and I am here tonight with the man with the best plan, my best friend, Tommy Peterson. That's right, yeah. The face for radio and the voice for silent film. I'm good. How are you? I am doing just great. I feel like it's been a long time coming. It has, yeah. I think this, uh, what was it, last year around this time we discussed it? Yeah, I think so. It's been a while, but um, yeah. So let's tell the people what the heck we're talking about here. Uh, We are the only podcast on the internet uh, about video games. (laughs) <laughs> there, there are none left no uh, they have all closed up shop and went out of town uh to greener pastures they decided video games were not good uh so we're here to pick up the slack yeah it's definitely a dying um, industry right now yes absolutely and so i don't know about you tommy but um in terms of my amount of playing video games, like I'd like to think that I play a lot, but we're not exactly IGN or GameSpot here, right? <laughs> In terms right. Of like... Yeah, not. Yeah. So, if anyone listening out there is expecting like the entire breadth of video game, um, like current stuff, that's not really what we're going to be aiming for here. We're going to be kind of playing around with the format uh for some time but the idea is to kind of like do some deep dives into maybe more specific topics since we just don't have time to play all the games out there there's so many games yeah and Um, so many good ones right now and there's a lot of time to dedicate to Fortnite. you know come on oh my goodness Fortnite. uh (laughs) a lot going on with that game these days it's blown up but um uh, before we get into it, why don't you um, tell the folks a little bit about how how'd you get into games? Oh man, see, I had an older older brother and uh, mm-hmm. cousins too. You know, playing Nintendo. I think Sega, my Sega console, was my very first you know actual system. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been a love ever since then. How about you? Uh, yeah, I would say my brothers definitely um, <laughs> were in that camp of, you know, like, all right, we're going to raise our um, little brother right <laughs> and, like, teach him all of the magic about video games. So they kicked my butt um, all the time, mercilessly in uh, NHL, like, 96 yeah. on the Genesis, um, like, FIFA on the Super Nintendo uh, Mortal Kombat if our parents weren't around. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, and I've kind of just been playing video games ever since. Yeah. So, it, and I never looked back. See, good, my, my prime, though, was playing Halo on dial-up internet. That was uh, a fine moment in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> How did you do that with dial? Uh, I didn't. Not very well. Yeah. yeah I guess not. No. Oh, wow. I got kicked from a lot of matches because I was dragging everybody else down, but that's all right. 
just lagging up <laughs> the whole right. game. Oh man, I didn't know any better back oh, then. You were, you were that guy I couldn't. You were, shoot. yeah, I was just oh, skating goodness. all over the place. Yeah, mm. shame. Um, so yeah, the kind of so we are fast approaching the electronic entertainment expo. Um, I guess some people call it E3. It's not common. Yeah, that's... I wouldn't even say the cool kids say that. That's for people in the know. Yeah. Electronic Entertainment Expo. That's that's where it's at. (laughs) Um, Which kind of happens to be like smack dab, you know, in the middle of the calendar year. So we've had like an entire half year of video games already. So it's kind of been chock full of stuff. Um, but what kind of what kind of games have you been up to so far this year? Like new yeah, or I mean, old, Sam, really? you know, I, so I opened up. You got me to open up Horizon again. I hadn't finished that game, so mm-hmm. just because I mean, what the last two years it seems like there's been a blockbuster like every two months, and um, right, yeah, Absolutely. I reopened that because I had never finished it. I reopened. Uh, Resident Evil 7, because I never finished it. Um, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, I, I am sadly far too involved in uh, in Battle Royale genre right now, Fortnite. Yo, there's no shame in that. That's kind of taken over yeah. the world by storm. And I still think the weirdest thing about that game is that it was in, like, development purgatory oh i know yeah because when when you guys uh, told me about it i had no idea what even that game was and i mean we're we're of course not talking <laughs> about the battle royale we're talking about the actual game where you know you fight zombies with your friends pve <laughs> right yeah and that is not really what people no, are playing no, these and days. Yeah, i um, I shelved that game actually until it came out with the battle royale, and then I, I quickly jumped jumped back into that because I've been waiting for that genre for far too long. Because um, I, I I was yeah. playing DayZ, what five years ago, four years ago now, oh, and man. I've been I've yeah. been hungry for a battle royale game, and it's it's about time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It it kind of has changed the game in terms of multiplayer. Just like, um, like everything that follows, like now is going to be trying yeah. to capture um, the magic of like exactly and Fortnite. And see, and, I I have such a, a fear though uh, because we are so fickle. Yeah, you know how how long is this going to last? You know, because I mean. Pokemon Go. Everybody played that for what four weeks. I know Fortnite is obviously longer lived than Pokemon Go, <laughs> but right. we saw that fall off, and everybody loved that. So, like, how how long is this going to last? I personally, I don't see myself getting tired of it. But right, I feel like the hardcore like community is going to stick yeah. with um, these modes for years to come because like still, the shooter yeah, genre still is still more. big. Um arguably the biggest kind of like genre or like of games out there in terms of just player count unless unless you're counting like mobas because league of legends and dota 2 but the, we we don't talk about <laughs> mobas on this podcast they they can they can well, burn in hell um, i know a certain friend <laughs> who might be offended yeah. <laughs> okay well but it's okay 
tell <laughs> you can tell them I said that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm kind of with you in terms of like what my 2018 has been so far. Um, I kind of have like my 2017 of yeah. pile of shame. <laughs> that's just like here's my backlog, just kind of stacking up here. Um, and the way I kind of purchase my games now, like I tend to buy a bulk of them kind of like in the tail end of the year, because they all seem to go (laughs) on sale around black Friday here in the States. Um, so like I picked up a lot of them and kind of just like been working through them and just kind of paying attention to a couple of like, um, things that I had on my radar and just kind of like things that. I know I don't have time for. I'm gonna to put to the side. Wait till they go on sale, and I'll probably be playing them in 2019. Um, but yeah, I so I um, have been working through a few games here. I yeah, finally, finished Persona hours? Five, which took uh, 120. <laughs> so that took that took a, a good chunk of my uh, 2017 and 2018. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, like you said. Okay, uh, I haven't. I'm about 25 right. hours through it right now. Um, yeah, I, I'm having a really good time with that game, though. Which I'm kind of surprised. For those who don't know, like the Horizon Zero Dawn um, was from Guerrilla Games, developer that really all they were known for was Killzone One, Two, and Three. Um, Which were good games, and um, I so yeah, yeah, they were great games. I liked them, um, and then they just completely flipped and did like that open worlds game, which could have easily been you know boring and forgettable because you know open worlds a dime a dozen right now. Uh, yeah, and especially um, you know the increasingly rare endangered species single player game. Yeah, that, that too. Um, and on top of that, it has bow and arrow combat, which I, I've i never really been a bow and arrow kind of guy, so I looked at it and I'm like, this game looks cool, but I feel like I'm going to suck at it. Hang on, you're, you're telling me you did not play with the bow on Skyrim? Um, no, I was a dagger kind of guy. Liar. It, except I will say, so I Liar. did play Skyrim VR, um, on my PlayStation VR last year and a little bit this year. Did and you? I was definitely a bow and arrow guy there because you're physically, oh, you know, yeah. with the move controllers doing um, that bow and arrow motion. And it feels really good yeah. to do that. It's kind of amazing. Um, so, yeah, I didn't think Horizon was going to be my game, but it they do a really good job of... Um, like mixing up combat and allowing you to aim well using like you know the slow motion slow motion always helps yeah and And the click wheel the inventory system is 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 really right like yeah the whole crafting of ammo you can just do on the fly which yes so it it just kind of all works well and i've been really enjoying like the story which i won't get really into here but like it it like the what the world is and how it came to be this post post apocalyptic world 
is really interesting <laughs> right. something like we don't we haven't seen in like stories no no it, it definitely um it takes a little bit of time for that story to really evolve and when it does you're just dumbfounded and you're like oh my gosh it 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 really comes together and it's it's a it's a it's a really yeah. great game so i i'm looking forward to finishing that um other stuff i another vr game that i've gotten into is uh called sprint vector um i don't know if you're familiar yeah, with that you were telling me yeah yeah, I think you were telling me about that one. So yeah. basically, it it's kind of like if I had to boil it down into a genre, it's kind of like a kart racer, um, in terms of like you're racing to a finish line. Um, but the way it controls, like the easiest way to describe it, is like cross country skiing. <laughs> so you have two move <laughs> controllers, and you're standing or sitting. I usually stand playing that game, but you're doing a cross-country skiing motion to like move faster and the faster you pump your arms uh the faster you go so you look like a madman you know with this vr helmet on you know <laughs> going now can this be categorized as an exercise because if i am to get rid of my gym membership right now i can justify the vr purchase right? i mean it, i will say I have gotten sweaty playing that game, and I generally have a uh, cup of water at my side um, doing that. So, um, yeah, I definitely work up a sweat, and like it, it's really fun because you end up flying through the air and like jumping around, and it it's a lot of fun. And they've done a really impressive thing where it I have not gotten motion sick even a tiniest bit in that game. Uh, which is like, I've gotten a little bit better with motion sickness in VR, but there's kind of a, um, not a learning curve, but you, you kind of have to get accustomed to it. Like sea legs. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I believe with this it. game, it was just, you know, just get in and go. And they, they say they have, um, the developer called Servios. Um, they said they had like some sort of locomotion, uh, system, whatever that means, but whatever it is, they, they did a good job of it. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I got into a little bit of monster hunter world, which I'm really terrible at. I'm... Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't pick up that game. Um, it's, it's hard to just jump right into it. There's so much involved in it inventory wise. Yeah. And it's so obtuse and the way it explains its systems that like it yeah kind of looks like this impenetrable you know um thing to get into so i right i give into peer pressure though so uh one of our friends you did and quickly too yeah i'm not gonna lie i remember that conversation yeah (laughs) it took me all of 20 seconds to be like okay fine i'll pick this up and it i it's fun to play with buddies i would say i i don't know if i would enjoy just like grinding it out by myself um kind of like destiny is for a lot of people uh so it is fun i really enjoy like messing around like like just fighting the monsters but it it's a lot it's not something that i can just you know enjoy an evening it's like okay i got it's like homework it's the homework of video games it's like (laughs) all right i gotta uh to get reinvested yeah, I gotta yeah. craft these items i gotta like 
go to uh, the canteen. And it's yeah, and I don't know what any of these effects are, so I got to look that up. Yeah, that little bit I watched, there was there was there was quite a bit going on. Yeah. but I mean, I've heard extraordinary things about that game. A lot of people who are able to invest that time into it and understand it and break through the shell really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got into that. And the last thing that I got into very recently, I just started the very beginning of it was, uh, Detroit, uh, become human, uh, which came out on Tuesday. Yes. And uh, how do you like it so far? I haven't heard anything, um, from you about it. Oh, yeah. I've heard I'm keeping it secret mixed mixed pot. Yeah. Um, so I've been enjoying it so far. Um, if you haven't heard of Detroit Become Human yet, it's uh, by Quantic Dream uh, for PlayStation. It just came out this past week, and these guys have made some some games that I've been well, only one game I played from them, but that's Heavy Rain, and I think both and of that them, one is superb. Yeah, we have really enjoyed that game, um, but basically, it's kind of a game where you are. Uh, traversing the story and making decisions that kind of ripple throughout the story and characters come and go and potentially die. Uh, so this is by those guys again. And uh, the premise is essentially, uh, at least so far, has just been like, hey, we're in Detroit. Surprise. Uh, I want to say it was 2038. Yeah, so 20 years into the future, which I'm not buying for one <laughs> they always do that in futuristic movies um so yeah we have uh, androids in detroit and they're basically you know servants and you're following the stories of three characters uh, one is a lady uh android who gets hired by this really like sleazy kind of jerk abusive father which they're really upfront about and kind of dramatically um the other one is played by jelsey williams uh gray's anatomy dude um and he is a servant for this really rich guy who's kind of just like nice to him and treats him as his son and then the he's the like artist right yes he is an artist yeah um so there's like a scene where you're doing art together and the last one is um, a detective named Connor, and he is like actually the opening scene. Did you play the demo at all, or did you see the demo? No, no I, I haven't. Okay, so basically, they kind of just throw you right into it. There's this um, rooftop scene where a girl is being held hostage by an android, and you've just kind of been called into like handle the situation okay so the the lead cop guy or whatever they're not really clear on who this guy is but they he's like okay you gotta go out there and save the girl I'm like okay i got it um and you're kind of presented with the option right from the outset it's like all right do you want to just go and place this head on or do you want to like collect some information first so you kind of like scan the uh penthouse apartment on this top floor and you're just looking for clues, which I actually really enjoyed um, for anyone familiar with the uh, Arkham Asylum kind of games, like when you're investigating a scene 
it's kind of like that where you are scanning an object and it will like replay um a scene like like oh yeah or even like um the the division yes yeah 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 kind of like that so that was kind of fun so you're rotating the camera around the room with these holograms kind of picking out what's happening and be like oh um the they were getting ready to have dinner or the gun flew under this table uh so that kind of will depending on what you can find it will open up different dialogue options so uh for one of them you find a picture frame of the girl and the android and like you can kind of tell like wait they were close at one point so when you negotiate you're like oh yes you cared for each other didn't you to kind of like calm him down um so yeah that that was a pretty fun scene and kind of stressful i did succeed i saved the girl um the android got murked real hard though (laughs) Uh, yeah so um yeah it was good uh the one thing i will say about the story so far is that they tend to go into high drama really quickly in a scene. Uh, yeah. So that, that is something that I, I heard. Yeah. So like there will just like with the scene with uh, the painter and Marcus, uh, the dirtbag son shows up and the son's like, Hey, I just uh, came in to pop in and visit you. I'm like, Oh yeah. Nice to see you. And the son then jumps into, hey, can I have some money? I mean, that's how I talk to my parents, generally. Right. Grandparents. Like, like literally, like, 15, 20 seconds into conversation, just, all right, uh, can can you just uh, give me some money? It's like, no, you're going to use it for, like, crap. (laughs) And he kind of just, like, goes off and yells at Marcus the android, like, oh, yeah, you love this robot more than your son blah 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 and he pushes the robot down to the ground and storms out and this all takes place within 90 seconds and you're like what did, what ha- how'd this happen like come on man like yeah it's like they needed to create that drama in the first scene um but they didn't really earn it <laughs> yeah yeah and i i yeah i don't know if it's the if it's the fault of them or if it's the fault of, you know, the impatience of certain gamers, you know, if they want to be that invested into it or not. But I mean, if you're playing a game like that, Mm -hmm. you got to know you're going to be invested into the story, into the characters, into the plot line. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think that's a miss for sure. Uh, Yeah. And there were some other scenes that had like a similar tone where it kind of just, went from zero to a hundred kind of like (laughs) on a dime. Uh, But, and it's kind of obvious right now, even within the first hour of playing uh, that this is going to be very like uh, to boil it down civil rights for androids. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Which is a difficult subject considering that Detroit has its own history with civil rights. Um, and so far, I will say it's kind of on the nose with its references. Uh, like, sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, no. I mean, that's that's exactly what I heard is um, it, it definitely takes like exact references, historical references, and basically splices them in to the game itself, right? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure there's a bus scene, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is a bus scene, and they literally have the androids at the back of the bus, and like, <laughs> like there's not like you can it. It's just so on the nose. Like you didn't. We know that the androids are subservient. There's right. not really any world reason for putting them at the back of the bus. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know how intentional that was by. Or, or if it was just, I mean, this is harsh. If it was just lazy, you know. Um, but I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, they're they're really trying to hammer that like emotional impact. Exactly. Uh, I think in a similar way to those scenes I mentioned, where it's like, you know what? We kind of just want to make you feel a certain way. We're just going to take the most direct route there. And kind of hit you over the head with it, yeah. Which, which can work. Um, I'm curious Stick to tech. see. Yeah, I'm curious to see how I feel about the story beats in the game as I go through it. But yeah, I'm having fun with it so far. Like, I'm definitely not bored. Yeah, uh, good. Which I think, like, it, it couldn't be really easy in story games to get bored, especially when you're watching a bunch of cutscenes. Exactly. Yeah, that one's cinematics with. You know, a few like interactions here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing it up. Um, yeah. Are there any games the rest of this? But that's yeah, that's all I've got for this year so far. Um, so far, yeah. Until June 5th, right? Shaq Fu. Oh no! That oh. <laughs> I forgot that was happening. How could you? don't know but <laughs> I, i'm gonna have to buy it i suppose and play yeah. it it's the best game of i all mean time. it's it's gonna be a good year another good year for gaming for sure yeah um are there any titles in particular you're looking forward to at least following yeah i mean red dead redemption oh, Two. Yeah. i keep forgetting about that it's that's uh october 26th yeah yep that one's going to be solid. Um, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Not Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man also. <laughs> Fair. Um, uh, Spider-Man 2, also a good game, though. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Oh, Spyro. Spyro Reignited. The oh, trilogy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'll be good. Especially, I feel like people will really like that and clamor yeah. for it, especially after Crash Bandicoot last year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Nostalgia is still... Still oh yeah, it's strong. Still very strong. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of my my one is Kingdom Hearts three. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Right. Yeah. See how could I, how could I forget that? Yeah. Um, that's been a long time coming. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for this year. Do you want to go ahead and move into some news, or is there anything else you got? Um, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Red Dead, um, Shadow of Tomb Raider, that's going to be good. I kind of want to re-enter the Tomb Raider yeah. series a bit, because that yeah. was a huge game for me when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm actually behind on the most recent ones. I, I yeah. played the first one, the first reboot, and right. really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I haven't touched the second one, but I only heard good things about it, so I might have yeah. to get back in there. I'm hoping that's going to fill the uncharted void now. Yes, yeah, because yeah. they're supposedly done with that series. Supposedly, but, yeah. Air yes. quotes, which work really well on a podcast. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly. But, you know, good franchises are hard to kill. Or they hard are. to retire, maybe, is the better term for that. Because right. I would not say they have killed Uncharted. <laughs> no. It's just in the retirement home, you know, with uh, Sly Cooper and... Um, playing Boggle. Playing Boggle. No, Boggle. Boggle's still for real, man. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we can uh, get into some news then. Do we want to start with... Good news or bad news? I'll give you the choice. Let's get the bad news out there. I already know what you're talking about. Let's get it out there so then the rest of the podcast can just be... Yeah, so rainbows and sunshine. So Exactly. Um, there, so, beloved Steam, the Wild West of uh, <laughs> PC games, for better or worse, yeah, is... uh, depending on who you are, uh, has a game coming to their platform called Active Shooter. And if that name sounds alarming to you, just hearing it, uh, it, you're probably on the right track. It's essentially a game in which you were able to simulate a school shooting. And to nobody's surprise, uh, the internet and people in general are just extremely upset about this. Um, so it's getting it's been picked up by several publications that generally don't like talk about video games like the today show i saw was talking about it um buzzfeed yeah uh, had an article about it the problem is this is like my, my biggest frustration is this is such a hot button issue right now because um i'm i'm not gonna dive into the politics of everything but there's there's a lot of finger pointing with these these uh, these shootings, and some people are pointing them at video games themselves. Yes, absolutely. And if if the community if the community wants to be shown in a positive light and show that they are not the issue, this is kind of moving in the wrong direction. And it's it's disappointing that that this is going to be released. Right. And I, I, I really don't understand the reasoning why. I I personally feel like it, the full intention is just to stir the pot. Yes, absolutely. Like, kind of, their approach kind of seems, with the premise of this game, no, um, God, what, what's the saying? It's like, any news is good news about a thing. Um, like, just trying to yeah. get your name out there, essentially. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. It, it's extremely frustrating um, now that video games are being talked about as this uh, catalyst uh, for violence, yeah, which, is... which is a conversation that we've had, you know, 20 plus years ago um, when Mortal Kombat was kind of like Mortal Kombat. The, <laughs> the vanguard uh, for that discussion. Uh, and that led to, you know, Senate hearings and the game industry essentially said, wait, you know what? We will police ourselves and we'll come up with a ratings board. 
and everyone said, okay, fine, we don't need to legislate this, which has worked. And yeah, unfortunately, I think this is going to open open things back up. You know, yeah, and like Steam's kind of open um, open stance to kind of all this has allowed this kind of um, wild west, as I called it, of games to from like really trash asset flips to just really just terrible grotesque stuff. Um, yeah. And, and what is this going to be like a $5 game or something like that? Like this is, I haven't seen what the price is going to be, but I would be surprised if how, if it was too expensive. Um, yeah, but I, I feel like I want to be clear on this cause the, there are plenty of games that uh, depict violence and nobody makes a fuss out of it. We have Grand Theft Auto where you're able to do really terrible things to people and we don't bat an eye. Uh, we play World War II games where um, we simulate the deaths of actual people on the battlefield and we're okay with that. And I think it's important to make that distinction because it's not just violence against people. It's the context in which this game is being released and exactly and kind of the portrayal of the game uh so in any other game you are kind of given like these options and you have a certain objective um that you're looking at uh with this game you only have one objective. It's to uh, kill students. And yeah. because of that... Well, two objectives, right? Because I think you can play as the FBI. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can play on other sides. SWAT team. That's what it is. You, you can play as a SWAT team. But, I mean, it's got one objective. Yes. Sorry. No, not that. And so it's different because um, the violence in it it it's it kind of brings up this media portrayal of shootings and it keeps it in the consciousness and one thing that we have found with uh shooters when with investigators they they want to be immortalized that is what they want so they want media coverage they want people to show crying parents crying students and this kind of just perpetuates that. It makes sure that we keep school shootings in the news, and so that, like it, we we are continuing to immortalize things like Columbine, and that I think is the problem right there. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I, I, I just think it's such a bad, bad move that they're letting that, yeah. so that release. Yeah. So essentially, fuck that game. <laughs> uh, yep. And there's our explicit rating, right, Jordan? Come on, man. I know you you get one <laughs> f bomb on PG thirteen, so I think we're still good. Is that okay? All right. So I'm gonna have to police myself then. Hopefully, better than the video game industry. Yeah, boom. boom. Um, so yeah, do you have anything to add there? No. Yeah, you, you hit it all in the head. I this this game is is it's pure intention is to stir the pot and it is a, a major black mark and I wish it to go away. Yeah, and I think if the, this could lead 
to legislation. Um, that's that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could open everything up, and if, uh, as you said, the video game industry said we will police ourselves, and then they have. They've done a pretty decent mm-hmm. job at it. But if you can't, then right, the government is going to step in, and generally, you do not want that. If it's bad for business, it turns out. Yes, and I can think of a certain administration that has already blamed video games. Um, so uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Exactly, hated them. Jerk. Um, hated so them. yeah, I felt like we need to get out of the way, but feel like good on that one um yep it's gone it's yeah gone. let's move on to happier stuff then so black ops 4 is a game or otherwise known as black ops i i i i i no oh, you're wrong it's black ops 3 the re-release black ops 3 the re-release <laughs> pretty much so what, what is this game i i watched a bit of um the reveal kind of like um event for it where they had like their fans and they had a stage and they kind of went down everything um so i know no single player campaign or traditional single player campaign yeah no no traditional single single player campaign um which you know i i walk the line on because like i said earlier in the podcast i grew up with dial-up internet so when everybody was starting to play these these major multiplayer games uh, and and no longer doing couch co-op, I I was kind of so thankful that these games still had single player. And I know a lot of people that unfortunately still don't have the internet. Um, So, but I get it. It's a, it's a huge cost saver, especially uh, black ops has uh, generally hired on pretty big names for their, um, their single player campaign, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> they usually uh, yeah. Kevin Spacey, the biggest one. Kevin Spacey, that one's yeah, H-well. yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yes. Um, so, no traditional single player campaign, but in in uh, one of the trailers I watched, they they will be weaving in some somewhat of a, a story mode into kind of uh weaving narrative into like the different modes that you play yeah i they were really adamant about letting folks know like hey for the single player people we have you know you can play zombies by yourself and you can play with bots in these modes and um we didn't forget about uh so yeah we just didn't want to invest into you um (laughs) yeah uh but yeah, so no no traditional single player campaign. Um, obviously, everybody is pretty excited about Blackout, the yes. battle royale. Yeah, uh, I not I don't remember them really releasing any details besides the fact that uh, they're going to have ten years of guns in it, and it's going to be a battle royale yeah. uh, mode. Yeah. So they they say it's uh, fifteen hundred times larger than the Nuketown map. <laughs> Now, um, Drifter, the YouTuber, has uh, done a little bit of math trying to determine the actual size of the Battle Royale map. And he has got it anywhere from 4.5 kilometers square or 7.4 square kilometers. So 
it's still a bit out there. Now, in comparison, uh, PUBG, mm -hmm. the uh, the two maps out for that, they've got, uh, if you include all of the water, 64 square kilometers. Okay. So kind of a, you know, a bit of yeah. a big difference there. But if you compare it to Fortnite, actually Fortnite's is about 5.5 square kilometers. So it's going to be right in the wheelhouse of a Fortnite okay. map. Okay, see, that's, so that was kind of surprising to me after watching kind of that press conference, I guess we'll call it. Um, because Call of Duty, for me, at least multiplayer, has always kind of been about fast action. Like, you kind of get in, yeah. you die, you get out, and rinse and repeat. And it's like that loop is extremely satisfying when you're just kind of um, running and gunning or just kind of constant, like, action. Um, Battle Royale modes are a bit more measured and a bit more slow-paced, which seems more in, um, more in favor of a Battlefield-type game because they're kind of already yeah. dealing with scale like that on a lot of their maps. So I don't know how that'll translate. Exactly. Uh, I'm curious. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I will definitely be looking into it. Um, like you said, it's going to have 10 years of weapons. It's also going to have a lot of uh, features and uh, certain features of maps found throughout okay. the actual Battle Royale map, too. So that's going to be really interesting to see kind of how they incorporate uh, past Black mm -hmm. Ops maps into, you know into their battle royale map um i i'm really interested in the zombies mode that's going to be different i don't know if you saw uh the ancient rome yeah i did see that gladiator style yeah um, weird right yeah i don't because like what how are you just gonna have a sword and shield the whole time Right, yeah. I don't know if this is going to be if it's going to be all melee or I mean the people they're kind of time traveling, right? They they sniff something and then they <laughs> they got some of that good good. <laughs> exactly. So I I don't know if uh you know there's going to be you know the mystery box will drop actual weapons uh guns and things like that or if it's all going to be melee. I I really don't yeah, know, but <laughs> it's going to be interesting. That also sounds like another um, thing that you might not associate with a zombie mode is melee weapons, <laughs> because yeah, that's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be odd. Yeah, that's like wave one when you can't get anything, you can't afford anything. Right, knife, knife, knife. Get or those somebody points. stealing all your kills, so you can't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then I think what else they they have the the Titanic oh, yeah. will also be yeah. one of the maps. For some reason, it didn't occur to me that that was supposed to be the titanic until somebody mentioned it on the internet i'm like oh my god i'm an yeah. idiot <laughs> uh, but yeah it's very clearly a titanic map <laughs> right yeah yeah uh it, now circling back to the regular gameplay uh obviously there's going to be specialists yeah. again yeah. um they'll have their specialized weapons their ultimates um healing is going to be big in this one yeah i i kind of like that yeah yeah i do but see the way i the way i feel like black ops seems to be gravitating towards um overwatch almost mm -hmm. in its style yeah they even had those developers from overwatch did they really okay in see, one of their videos so like yeah we talked to them <laughs> well 
now my theory makes sense. Yep, uh, you you got it. Um, yeah, but yeah, they, they kind of, in a way they are kind of getting away from traditional um, Call of Duty type games with this one. Um, so it, they're taking some risks this time around. But the one thing, yeah, they they use this phrase again in their press conference. They're like, "We're going back." To boots on the ground. I'm like, oh my god, boots on the ground. They said that no less than a dozen times in their World War II. Because that's the only thing people cared about, and that was the only negative in the series. Yeah, because people started <laughs> jumping and wall running. That that was the other kind of crazy thing about that press conference because they had these two guys kind of up on the stage, and they're just like, "All right, do you think this game is going to have wall running?" And the crowd just yelled, no! And on the, t- <laughs> on the screen, in big letters, they had no just, like, up here. And they're like, oh, my. Are there going to be booster packs? No! No! And <laughs> it was just insane that they were just kind of throwing their old games Focusing. under the bus. <laughs> right. Yeah, even that. Right. <laughs> like, and it, yeah, so it's... It's weird. Like I don't know if what the fan base wants from Call of Duty at this point. <laughs> yeah, I I've definitely gotten away from the Call of Duty series personally. Um, I I still really enjoy like the zombies modes. Uh, sure. But that that fast paced gaming just isn't for me anymore. I'm I'm, I'm an old man now. <laughs> you don't have those twitch do reflexes. I, I don't have them anymore. I need to be a little bit more strategic in my actions. So I'm, I'm, I definitely gravitate for the battlefield. Oh yeah. Uh, style. Speaking of battlefield, we're getting another one. Speaking of, yeah. Now everybody, I'm, I'm hearing so many mixed reviews about this, this trailer. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's 50, 50. If you look at the rating on, on YouTube, really 50 50 thumbs up thumbs down yeah actually i think i checked it uh, before we got on and uh more people have thumbs down gave it a thumbs down disliked it than than actually liked it is that like a call of duty versus battlefield thing still or like (laughs) it could be but um i i think uh battlefield one was like upwards of 90 percent in in likes versus dislikes So that was my first thought is, all right, you know, people who just don't like Battlefield around there disliking it, but, or or just, yeah, (laughs) every, every day they make a new account, (laughs) give it a dislike. Um, so, but I mean, I personally, I, I really enjoyed the trailer. There's, there's a lot of really good things happening. Most of the people I was reading some of the comments and, and a lot of the people were, uh, really hating on it because of its historical accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about uniforms oh. and the fact that there was a woman oh actually, God. you know. And I'm like, come on, let's 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 talk for a minute. Battlefield One wasn't historically accurate either. Uh, right. These are <laughs> as far as the the weaponry that was used. So I mean, if if that's they're video really game ass video games because like. <laughs> Like, there are videos of people, like, riding a horse and mounting, like, a Gatling gun on the back, and nobody's worried about historical accuracy then. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's... So far, that seems to be the 
the main driver for the dislikes. Uh, other other people are disliking it and and questioning it because of personally, I think how well they mixed like the cinematics into the actual gameplay. Okay, yeah, and how they hinted at all of these new features that you could see throughout. Uh, scooting backwards the on your back. Yeah. Scoot backwards, shooting on your back, crawling and shooting at the same time. Um, you see a character actually throw back a grenade. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, which is something I've wanted from Battlefield for a long time. Instead of me just running the other direction, mm-hmm. a claw arm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's going to be the other thing too. Um, there's going to be uh, all of the DLCs for this game are going to be free, right? Sure. There will be no loot boxes. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it said that we're applauding that. Like, yeah, good job. Right, exactly. Sad. Uh, so no, no loot boxes. DLCs are going to be free. Uh, so I think what what we're going to see a lot in this game are a lot of cosmetic items that you can purchase with some sort of in-game currency. Right. So Fortnite-esque sure. kind of uh, notes, skins, and things like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Take the L on the on the battlefield. <laughs> I, would, I would personally <laughs> love that. Yeah, so uh, I, I personally, I think it, I think it looks really, really nice. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think I'm ready for another Battlefield. Um, I mean, yeah. we're on kind of like a two-year rotation with that series, um, so right. like, I, it works for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm ready for it, and. Uh, I know a lot of people really wanted more modern weapons. They wanted, I, I think, a, a big part of the community wanted to see Vietnam again. Okay. So when they saw Battlefield V, oh, you know, they, <laughs> there was a lot of speculation there. Yeah, I sure. think Battlefield Vietnam. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, for this game, I hope they don't just stick to the European theater because it's been done to death and it turns out world war ii was a world war um so they're like it's so you're thinking other areas because yeah, we've like, been to normandy <laughs> we've been to like germany um like yes we could like north africa was a really big front japan uh pacific islands yeah and i i, I believe i i think it is i think from what i heard the initial release will be European conflicts, but then we will see North okay. Africa uh, later. Well, that's good. I, I, I'm glad because, like, it, that's kind of been my problem with going back to the World War II. Well, is like we have so many depictions of World War II. Um, yeah, it's hard. I, and I sorry, go ahead. I, I just need to correct myself. I, I I don't know if they're going to have solely European conflicts, but I think. It's going to be English and German. I think U.S. will be coming after um, in later DLCs because they want the development of the they want the development of the game to kind of follow the actual development of World War II and the entry of okay, the U.S. So interesting. Later, so chronologically, exactly. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because I like I guess maybe we're kind of spoiled because like for people our age we've we've had World War II games, but if you are maybe ten years younger than us, you maybe have not seen a World War II game really. Um, 
That's true, yeah. So and ten people ten years older than us are absolutely going to be playing shooters, so um maybe maybe it's not too soon to be going back to World War Two and maybe I'm being a crotchety old twenty seven year old. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna think about how old people are 10 years younger than us that's where it's get off right. that subject all right, right do you, uh, uh segue segue uh pubg is a game <laughs> pubg is a uh, game player unknowns battergrounds um so the blue hole has sued epic games i believe in south korea over the Fortnite uh battle royale mode um have you seen this at all yeah, are they are they suing the Hunger Games too and H one Z one? I I'm confused. Right. Cause... I mean, really, uh, Arma should sue um, Battlegrounds over it because it's an <laughs> right. used assets from that game. Uh, so yeah, they have confirmed that they have sued uh, Epic in South Korea. Uh, this January for allegedly violating the studio's copyright with Fortnite's battle royale mode, uh, particularly in its interface and in-game items. So, uh, I feel like this doesn't fly. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know where I, I sit with that. I, I, I really don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I, I think it's just a, a cheap shot. They're 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 seeing obviously some competition in an area that they were kind of the first yeah. to finish. Um, they didn't put like any like thing discern like when you think of PUBG like the entire aesthetic of it. There's nothing really that like you could put that picture up with any other kind of like shooter, and like you like you wouldn't really know the difference between them, which I think has made it yeah. difficult to like put a pin or plant their stake into um, the grounds. And they, there have been cases in the past of uh, people copying modes um, off previous people. And they, they said in court, like, yo, like you can't sue for a gameplay feature or a gameplay. Um, yeah. It has to like it does not count as intellectual property. Essentially, um, it seems they're going the route of in-game items, but I don't think I don't think they're close enough to the same to really like. Yeah, I, I really don't either. I mean, in-game items they've got PUBG has a, a way more advanced um, variety. I mean. They've got attachments. They've got. There's just so much more involved with their. I, I, I you might need to elaborate on that for so, me a little bit. The in- you know, <laughs> they might need to okay, elaborate. Okay. Yeah. More, so they're they're talking like specifically like med med kits, um, for example, because they both have med kits. Uh, the feature of like being able to like crawl back to your teammate and having them heal you up with a med kit. Um, oh my gosh! Well, then they're gonna have to, you know, go after Call of Duty or <laughs> right or Battlefields, and or Battlefield. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the last stand in Call of Duty when you'd get knocked. You know, and right. And they also note a handful of weapons such as the Scar, which because mm, they invented that, right? Yes, 
they they've got their copyright on that gun. So I yes uh, get that out of here. Essentially, is what we're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah yeah. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, but we would not be able to end this podcast ever uh, as Vault One Hundred One Radio if we didn't even mention uh, Fox. Yep. Please stand by. Yeah. Did you see the Twitch stream? That was just that screen. How many people were watching? It wasn't just that screen. It had the bobblehead. Oh, a puppet show. Fair. Good, Good point. Uh, One hundred seventy thousand people at one point. Yeah, at any given moment, right? Yes. Oh that was the average. Yeah. Total. I mean, there was millions that watched it. Yeah. I'll admit, I clicked it because I thought something was going to happen, and then twenty seconds later, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but, Same. but then they released a teaser trailer so what was up with that yeah right at the end um, so you see a cutscene of really the inside of what appears to be a normal functional vault yes. right vault 76 that's we, can, we can discern yeah uh, so vault 76 is uh, where, where we are in this game now vault 76 is referenced in a, in a few of the other uh fallout games it is actually one of the um control vaults so those okay. who are kind of unfamiliar with um the the history of of fallout nuclear war between china and the u.s mm-hmm. in 2077 yes 2077. Uh, nuclear war breaks out 2077 yeah, 200 years and, uh, after like uh independence i believe yeah so uh vaults kind of spring up uh pre-war and what they end up turning out to be is uh really kind of see some psychotic uh tests Mm. right i didn't see that what tests well you know a lot of the a lot of the vaults just have weird little science experiments in them right uh cryogenics and i mean some other things where uh what what is it the uh whatever manufactured clothing okay doesn't yeah. work <laughs> in in one vault you know each one has its own scenario but there were a certain number of control uh vaults this is one of the control vaults um and it was set to open soon after the war i, I want to say 20 years after the okay. war so that put it in, you know, 2097. Uh, but in, in the, the trailer itself, you see a pit boy sitting on the, on a, uh, nightstand mm-hmm. right off the gate. You can see the date on the pit boy is October 27th, 2102. So this is actually going to be one of the earliest, um, one of the earliest, uh, in the fallout universe games to come out really. Um, yeah, the fallout one, takes place in 2161 oh. so this one is is predating that okay so it, it's going to be really interesting to see that um i i couldn't really take away too much right. else uh from that trailer i i did a little bit of searching to figure out what was going on in the fallout universe in 2102 mm-hmm. and if you know anything about the first fallout um the vault dweller encounters the uh, the master, and basically he has been raising this mutant super mutant army in California, as you do. And the master <laughs> was previously a um, a scientist, Richard Gray, 
And in 2102 was when he first started becoming a mutant. Oh. So I don't, you know, it, it's, it's a far shot, but, you know, I don't know if there's going to be any, any sort of reference to that so in this game. So do we think this is going to be like a New Vegas type game? Or uh, what do we, no. do we think it's going to be a spinoff or what do we think it's going to be? Yeah, I really don't know. Uh, Obsidian, Obsidian is not playing a part okay. in this game. I don't know if you saw that. I did not see that. Okay, so Obsidian, they they did New Vegas, so they're not going to be kind of playing a part in this game, which story, New Vegas was great. As far as uh, some of the the gameplay, it wasn't quite there yet. Gotcha. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I never did get to play that game myself. Um, okay, yeah. So, I mean, there, there were some things that they were really really trying to do in that game like there was um crafting was just becoming crafting they were just kind of testing out crafting with ammunition and and modifications to firearms and things like that so um i mean fallout 4 obviously took that and ran with it and did an exceptional job with with it but um it's something that was kind of uh, lost in New Vegas, but story was great. Uh, so kind of a bummer to see Obsidian not being a part of this, but I, yeah, I, I really don't know if this is going to be a spinoff or, or if this is going to be right. What it's going to be. The next well, big one. I guess we will find yeah. out in a matter of weeks because the electronic entertainment expo is uh, right around the corner and Bethesda, is going to have a press conference uh a their own press conference so i'm guessing they will talk about that more there Uh, yeah i see everything dated for june 10th with them right yes that sounds right which is sunday i believe i'm not mistaken (laughs) oh boy i'm gonna go with yes um but yeah so e3 um i guess we can call it e3 for the nerds out there um, but yeah, we got a lot to look forward to at E3, um, particularly with PlayStation, because that's kind of what I think you and I use the most. Yeah, and I think. I you know I don't know for how much longer though because I, I I'm seeing reports that PS4 is kind of at the end of its life cycle. They, hey, they they've got some time. They got some time. Don't. Don't. They do, and they've got some big games coming out. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know. I think I might make the PC Switch coming up. Oh, man. All right. I might. We'll, I don't know. We'll wait and see, but for now, we will wait and uh, see. They, uh, according to um, Sony, they're going to bring out, as they call it, their big four, which is uh, Last of Us 2, Death Stranding, uh, Spider-Man, and Ghosts of Tsushima. Um, yeah. So that should be a pretty full uh, conference, I would think. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm so excited for uh, Death Stranding and Last of yeah, Us too. Yeah, I know you're a Kojima guy, so that that's going to be right up your alley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, love love Kojima. I, I don't know how caught up uh, you are with with some of the trailers and some of the little nuances with I, those I trailers, but. Them. But they're such acid trips that I'm like, I cannot follow this. They are. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they, they hide such little little things in those trailers. It's, it's pretty extraordinary. But 
Um, I'm, I'm really excited to actually see what that game's going to be yeah. about because it's still a bit uh, of an anomaly. I think it would be great if they just like came out one day and they're like, um, no, no gameplay, no nothing, and they're just like, all right, it comes out today. <laughs> and, uh, right yeah here's my card right, just just buy it <laughs> yeah because but yeah we, we really have no idea what that game is but um so yeah i have a feeling it's kind of just going to be a lot of trailers because we're kind of at that point in the cycle of the console's lifespan where it's yeah. like just roll out the games roll them out mm-hmm. um, but yeah the, those four games i'm interested in all of them uh, and overkills the walking dead. Uh, what's, what's that about? Yeah. So, I mean, that one's, I, I actually changed the agenda a little bit on that. Uh, that one, I, I've come to find that that's actually going to be on multiple platforms, not just PS4. Uh, it's going to be on Xbox, PS4, and I, I want to say PC as well. Um, so I, I, there's, there's been a couple trailers out, none of it, of course, showing gameplay. Um, it's set in uh, Washington, D.C., in the Walking okay. Dead universe. It's a first-person um, shooter. It's going to be uh, co-op. Uh, each character kind of has their own story arc. Uh, they, each all have, they each have their special skills. Um, they each have their own skill tree. It's really all I know so far um but the trailers they look deep they look they look really cool it looks like it's gonna have some some really deep um some really deep stories in interesting it. yeah i i'm not a huge yeah. walking dead fan i've never watched the show but um i'll at least be interested in watching uh what that's all about uh, yeah but yeah and then of course the other one of the big consoles xbox will have their press conference i I really don't know what they're going to talk about besides Crackdown 3. Um, I don't because they've canceled Scalebound. That was going to be a big one. I think it was Dragon Dragon Game by um, Platinum Games, so Bayonetta people. Uh, but they yeah. shut that down hard. Um, sea of Thieves finally came out, but yeah, everybody's enjoying Sea of Thieves. That's that's for sure. Uh, I've heard people are upset about the lack of content, though. Is what I oh like. yeah. Let's see, okay, I'm going off initial release. Okay. People loved, it. yeah, because the they I think because it has so much promise and like the kind of buddying up with your crew and going on a ship is fun. It's just the, the actual yeah. stuff that you do has kind of a limited kind of shelf life um so it sea of thieves battle royale there's the revival right there drop <laughs> drop a hundred pirates from drop a hundred pirates in <laughs> i don't know what they're falling from, a, from. Uh, peter pan's uh flying flying ship there you go nailed Come it. on what well, not peter pan's ship who was that captain hook didn't he have a flying ship yes yeah see there you go there's a game done uh Patent it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can sue the next person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, then we have Nintendo. Um, so they're probably going to talk about Super Smash Brothers and their little treehouse video uh, that they always do. Yeah. Um, have you seen um, 
Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee? I did see that very briefly. That's a Switch game that seems to be a 3D RPG type Pokemon game. Yeah, and they're really stressing that this is not Pokemon Switch. So this is not any indication on what the actual meaty Pokemon games are going to be. But from what I gather is this... What was that? So not mainline, essentially. Exactly, yeah. But they don't want to call it a spinoff, which is odd. You got to choose one. What looks... Yeah, what what it looks like to me is this is kind of a... um, a bit more advanced Pokemon Go, a little bit more of an involved Pokemon Go. Mm. Um, you get, you know, that's it, it, it's like a couch co-op kind of thing. It, it looks fun. It looks like kind of a an entry level Pokemon game okay. if you want to get some, you know, a new family member into it or something like that. Yeah, I, I did see one thing. I did pick up that you reminded me of was like when when they were going to catch Pokemon, it kind of had that same thing as Pokemon Go where. Um, like you had the, the circle yeah, the, uh, kind of shrinking circle. In. Yeah. And when it gets exactly. to a smallest point, you throw the ball and you actually make the motion yeah. with the controller, which seems strange. Um, <laughs> yeah. You make the motion with the controller. Or I, I, I see that they're going to be actually releasing a Pokeball controller that has a little joystick on it. And you can throw a Pokeball. I'll, I'll believe that when I see that because <laughs> that, that Pokemon Go wristband, like, I don't know. I think that came out like 10 years later after everybody was done with that game. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that was so sadly short-lived. But I live in rural Michigan, and there's not many... I I could find, what, Pidgeys, and that's about it. So I didn't play that game very long. Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) We've got better stuff to play. Um, Yeah. But yeah, we mentioned Bethesda. They're going to talk about Fallout 76. Um, Not sure what else there. Um, EA. So they're technically not at E3. They have their own thing called EA Play, but it's like a few blocks down in LA. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it might as well be at E3 because it's at the same time. Exactly. And I kind of think they have the most to prove right now because they've lost so much goodwill the little that they had kind of before battlefront happens and yeah um, the only thing i their big thing uh coming out uh that we have to look forward to is anthem uh yeah so i i'm not sure how they tend they they're going to go about writing the ship yeah i I mean, we're just going to have to see. Yeah. Uh, that's that's going to be the biggest thing. I bet it's going to be no loot boxes. That's probably something they will say up front. Um, and boots on the ground. Boots baby. on the ground. So we'll go with them. <laughs> and Ubisoft will have one. I bet they'll talk about Beyond Good and Evil. Um, maybe Assassin's Creed and maybe Watch Dogs 3. Those are my predictions there, yeah. but they haven't really confirmed those other two, so... Um, yeah yeah um let's see here uh what are your thoughts on uh, the division two? Oh yeah i actually forgot about that um i enjoyed the first yeah. division I, I actually played that with you um yeah it, i i really enjoyed that game uh it had its issues of course um 
there there was a lot broken with it and i from what i've heard though as of late that game has really become something special yeah. um ubisoft has had a history yeah. of kind of like sticking with their games um that have a multiplayer component and just kind of continually adding and tweaking and they have really done right mm-hmm. by their communities it seemed because like rainbow six siege people really love oh yeah people are still obsessed yeah, with that um trying to think for honor they keep doing stuff with um wildlands yeah i see i see that they're going to be at e3 uh, for for honor interesting I, I i believe for honor is going to be mentioned yeah I, I saw it on a list um right exactly i was like yeah, wait a minute i, I made a face <laughs> um, right there that was just like yeah oh. <laughs> right 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 um but I mean, if they can if they can take what they learned from the first division and incorporate a lot of that into the second one, I think it's going to be a really yeah, great. Yeah, I game. agree. Ooh, I forgot to mention Rage Two is going to be at this thing. Right. Yes. Um, which is a game that nobody asked for, but we're getting it. Um, exactly. Yeah, and I'm okay I mean, with that. From what they've shown of it, I think it'll be. Um, It'll at least be more, it'll have more personality than the previous game did, which I think is a lot of people's issue with yeah. it because it played great. Um, right, it really did, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And Square Enix will have their presser, so they will talk about Kingdom Hearts and Tomb Raider, I'm sure. Yeah. And Tomb Raider, yep. Um, but other than that, do you have any like predictions uh, for everything? I, I really don't. Or something you want to see? A wish list? Uh, I want to see gameplay of Death Stranding. That's that's what I want to see. All right. You heard it here. Give him give him his Death Stranding. Give me give me give me some details on that. The man and please, it. for the love of God, don't kill Joel on The Last of Us Two. I. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll we'll try and see. Um, I was so happy with the ending of the first one. If if they mess that up, I'll I'll never forgive them. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, no promises there, but we'll we'll hope for them. We'll we'll look out for our um, our guy there. Um, yeah. I kind of hope they announce another Mortal Kombat. It's kind of that time for a new Mortal Kombat to come out. Yeah, when was the last one released? Uh, man, is twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen? I feel like okay. I need to look that up before. So I, I guess it's not as long ago as as I was thinking, but yeah, because they they've kind of been on that cycle of Mortal Kombat injustice, Mortal Kombat injustice. Um, so it's kind of that. Yeah, it came out in twenty fifteen. Uh, so that's okay. That's three years now. So yeah, they. It, yeah, could be seen. Yeah, so we will kind of keep our eyes peeled for that. But um, yeah, that's going to be coming up here. Um, we when does it start again, Tommy? I know it ends like that Tuesday, which I believe is June eleventh or June twelfth. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, ends June twelfth. I believe it's June eleventh at six p.m. Pacific. Yeah, so I I definitely going to. Look out for all that fun news. There's going to be a lot of it per usual. Yeah, we're going to have to tune in like we did. Uh, I think what you and I watched like 20, 2016s together. Or no, it wasn't E3, was it? I don't remember. We might have. But yeah, it, 
I, we watched it together over via the internet. Uh, the in, the World Wide Web. Yes. Again, air quotes on a podcast together. <laughs> uh, we watched it. Yeah, I, I remember that. So yeah, that'll be fun. I, I enjoy watching those and laughing at the ridiculousness of some of the press conferences because they make a big deal. We are an awkward community. Yes, yes. They're not yeah. great at press conferences. They're not. No, not... <laughs> Uh, anytime my wife uh, comes in and she's watching it, they're like, man, that guy's really weird. And I'm like, yeah. It's painful. Yeah, it's painful. They, That's what we come for. Yeah, they didn't train that dude on a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But uh, we'll be back um, after that to, um, you know, kind of hash things out and give kind of our takes on what we saw. So, Yeah. Yes, sir. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, despite, like I said, my 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 voice for silent film. Yeah, um, we'll we'll do something about that. We'll get you a voice changer. Um, something, yeah. Something I mean, like this babe. Midwestern accent just doesn't do anybody any justice. <laughs> hey, that's all right. It it makes it does just fine for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we will. Uh, be back next time uh we'll see you then for another episode of vault 101 radio take it easy everyone so long